Have you ever wondered how narcissists are able to gain your trust so effortlessly? Like, it just seems like they walk into your life and you're like, here's my heart. And you're like, how did I even get to this place? Maybe you find yourself falling into the manipulative web of being with a toxic person, realizing later that the trust they built was just a facade. If this is you, leave a comment down below saying this is me. Because a lot of people don't realize until they realize how toxic the relationship actually is, how manipulative the things that are happening. And oftentimes you might look back and feel like I was a fool because I didn't see this. Well, first off, before we dive into this, I want to make sure you give yourself a little bit of grace. You didn't know what you didn't know. That's one of the hardest things is oftentimes people look back at the past with hindsight being 2020 and start to judge themselves on it. And just like if you were looking today back when you were a three-year-old and judging yourself because you didn't understand algebra. It doesn't make sense, right? But it's going to be your tendency, maybe in hearing this video or walking through some of this concept of beating yourself up about the past. In reality, you can't judge yourself in the past based on knowledge you have in the present. It's not fair to you. So give a little bit of grace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, so when we dive into this aspect of narcissists building trust and building trust really, really quickly, it's like, how do they even do it? How did it get to that place where it feels so good, where it feels so amazing, where it connects with me and I'm just able to move forward and trust this person? What is actually going on? We're going to dive into that a little bit today. If you guys are new, you don't know who I am. My name is Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist. I'm on this channel to help people. Help them understand awareness of narcissistic abuse. I'm founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, your guide in the Escape Toxicity Challenge, which is a seven-day challenge for $7. You can access that, any of the links in any of the bios, escapetoxicity.com. Okay? Narcissists oftentimes start off in the typical aspect of building trust with the love bombing in idealization. Okay? This is the, the first bit of the cycle that typically people talk about. Uh, and oftentimes when a narcissist is in this cycle, in this piece of it, like the love bombing techniques like r quickly ramp up like your trust with this person because you're looking at this person being like, they value me, they respect me, they keep giving me gifts, they keep giving me things that make me feel loved. Now, oftentimes this can make you a target if you've grown up in a household that hasn't actually engaged in different types of gift giving or loving relationships. When you grow up in a household where the parents didn't validate you or the parents didn't help you or the parents didn't actually love or care about you in a way that was demonstrated, not just my words, but in a way that was demonstrated, oftentimes it leaves you predisposed a little bit to be with a toxic person because they're going to be looking to fill a hole, to fill a void that you haven't already filled or that you haven't worked through in your healing process. And so when nurses employ this love bombing aspect, it's like, oh my gosh, like someone finally is paying attention to me. Someone finally loves me. Someone finally is giving me the respect I deserve. And it feels great. The thing is, when they get to this place of where they're showering like you, like the target in one sense, with excessive compliments, attention, affection, making you feel valued and desired, it pumps everything up. And this is where a lot of times it feels like you're put on a pedestal. Like you are very much high up there of like, wow, this is amazing. Like that I feel so great. Like life is so amazing. This idea of the idealization starts to create this piece of trust. 
of like, why would you not trust someone who's doing nice things for you, who's being kind to you, who seems to be loving, all those different things. Because love bombing appears loving, right? Like it's like, oh, this person loves me. But oftentimes when you start to look at it, it's like, this is really over the top. This is really pushing even boundaries. This is moving forward really quickly. And you start to realize love bombing might look slightly different than true deep connection. Instead, oftentimes superficial gifts and activities to make you seem and feel a certain way, but not without really a depth piece. Now, in this aspect of the love bombing and the idealization, there's also one a little, a little nuance that I've noticed in my own life and I've also noticed in other people's lives with the aspect of building this trust and building this connection. It kind of is the same way even that you would uh, with building friendships. The problem is the intention behind it. Okay, like there's a difference between the manipulation piece and there's a difference between like helping people like move forward in a certain way. Okay, so it's, it's understanding like how this actually breaks down. Okay, for me, think of it this way. For me, I would interact with you. We'd have like a moment. Okay, now maybe that's like a moment of like walking down the street and you trip and you almost fall. Okay, now that moment gets, gets brought into the aspect that that's something we shared. Okay, maybe you shared a, a moment with a narcissist that it was a fun moment, it was a happy moment, it was a good moment, it was a silly moment, whatever it might be. Then later that moment gets brought up in the context of being with other people. Okay, in the context of being in a group environment. And it's a small like, like moment or, or, or something that's said, something that's connected, and it connects instantly with you because you're like, this person gets me because of the moment that happened before. Okay, so like we're walking along the street and you trip and you almost fall. Okay, we laugh about it, right? Then we go and we meet some of your friends. We're talking about it there. And then I make a comment about like tripping and falling. Like I make something that, that connects me to you, but at the same time, everybody else doesn't know what I'm talking about. We laugh and we have this connection. There's this trust piece. We just established like a low key like secret. Okay. Now we might tell everybody that's fine, but like we said it first in front of other people and it starts to create this unique type of bond. So when you see this, there's multiple ways that a toxic person can do this. Now you can have someone that does that in almost like a, just a, a joking way and someone that does that in just like a friendship way. Totally get that. Okay. But there's also this aspect of a narcissist doing it in a manipulative way to start building a connection. You're going to see this at times with the love bomb, like in early stages of this relationship, a narcissist, like he might shower you with a bunch of gifts, a bunch of expensive gifts, grand gestures, like, like constant attention, attention, att uh, texting back and forth, like creating this illusion of I'm the ideal partner, this illusion of like, this is the best thing ever and making you feel that they found that you found someone trustworthy and perfect for them. Okay, so it's one of the aspects that narcissists builds trust. The other aspect is this piece of empathy and understanding. And you're like, wait a second, narcissists don't have empathy. Okay, read the DSM-5. Okay, it says lacks empathy, is unwilling to acknowledge or identify with the feelings and needs of others. It doesn't say that they're incapable of it. It's a lot of narcissists that have cognitive empathy because they at least know how they need to show up in the environment to blend in. This is why they don't come across as, you know, irresponsible assholes to everybody. Just you. Just the person that actually sees behind the mask. Narcissists oftentimes are very skilled at not necessarily having all this innate empathy, this emotional empathy, but this aspect of cognitive empathy that lets them mirror. Lets them mirror your emotions and lets them pretend to be able to empathize with other people. Like in this aspect, it's very much being observer of like observing you, your emotions, your interests, like your values and the things that resonate with you. 
and understanding, hey, if I connect with these, if I appear to understand these, if I appear to support you in these, they start to gain your trust. They start to gain a false sense of this emotional connection. Now, the thing you need to understand with a narcissist is you're developing this emotional connection, but it is very shallow. There's not a depth. And you're like, but he opened up. He was super vulnerable with me. Okay, a lot of the vulnerability with the narcissist is fake because it's talking about past events. It's talking about talk, not talking about present day stuff. Like, this is presently how I feel. Okay, unless it's in the abusive aspect. You made me feel this way. Okay, like it's going through this aspect of like understanding that a lot of times this vulnerability piece with the narcissist is fake vulnerability. I was abused in the past. I struggled with this. I had a crazy ex, like all this stuff. And it seems like they're being really open, really raw, really vulnerable, but it's not in the present. And it's not something that's actually building a connection. It's fostering a fake connection from something that's happened in the past. Okay, uh, th think of it this way, like uh, you could even have a narcissistic coworker and they might listen to your work challenges and they might express empathy and offer advice that seems to align with your concerns. Like this creates this illusion and trust making you believe that they genuinely care, but then they show up exactly opposite that they don't. There's like different nuances to it, but like just this idea of like, let me at least pretend. And a lot of you are like, like, I get that because my narcissist at the very beginning seemed to love and seemed to care about me. It seemed, he, he was a great listener. Like he seemed to listen, he seemed to connect, and then all of a sudden it just seemed to change. Well, the mass slip, that's the main thing that happened, okay? The other piece of when we talk about narcissists building trust with you is the aspect of the deception and manipulation that's happening. Now, this piece is where the true intentions revolve around, like, what do I want? The transactional piece of, like, how do I actually get what I need to get? Now, for a narcissist, it's like, I need to appear trustworthy at the beginning to be able to build that connection. But then you start to notice that your trust with them starts to be exploited. Like, they start to manipulate. It starts to build into this control piece. Once they've gained your trust, now a lot of times they're going to use it to deceive you, to gaslight, or to extract personal gain from you like did you have this where the narcissist is using your vulnerabilities against you like where they're starting to use these pieces and oftentimes it's because because of fostering that trust that we talked about early on you start to open up about things that are really vulnerable sometimes you might open up by an experience that happened to you that you'll seem like wow we identify really close to this and the narcissist even makes or concocts his brand new story that's very similar to yours Still fostering this idea of trust, still fostering this idea of deception to be able to keep you locked into a toxic relationship. Like If you're at the place where you're like, I don't even know if what I'm believing is trustworthy or not. I don't even know if he's being trustworthy. I don't even know what, what the truth is. I invite you to join us at escapetoxicity.com. Seven day challenge for $7 to understand and start to build the process of you getting clear about the truth of the situation. If you want a more of an accelerated approach, you can apply to work with me at www.rawmotivations.com. We'd love to work with you. We'd love to see if you'd be a good fit for our Thriver community. Like there, we're trying to maximize and grow people and break the trauma bond and move them forward so that they don't even have to worry about the toxic person coming back into life or getting with a toxic person down the road. If this has been helpful, please like it or share it. Uh, give us a rate or a view. Share it with some people that you know might be going through the same thing or might be getting stuck in this aspect of building trust and you're not sure, they're not sure what's actually real. Thank you guys so much. If you haven't already, like and subscribe and we'll see you guys next time.